The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Rebel Nation, welcome to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline with Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, and Gordon Ford. And straight ahead of the five, to the two, to the one! In the end zone is Jerry and Ely! Touchdown, Ole Miss! Bringing you the lowdown on everything with Ole Miss Athletics. Near side, there's a pitch, it's on the turf! And the Rebels recover it! Don't just sit on the sidelines, be part of the show. Text in your questions and comments to 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. 1093. I guess you don't have to, but you need to. Deal for Rodriguez. He'll go coast to coast. One handed stuff with a right hand. Swung on, fly ball, deep field. That ball is long gone, headed toward the scoreboard, hit right below it, and the Rebels take a one to nothing lead on a bomb by Tim Elko. And here it is. We're underway in the Sugar Bowl. Now, here's your host, Gary Darby. Welcome to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Gary, Chuck, Gordon, Yancey, we're all in studio today. And the first part is brought to you by First South Farm Credit. 100 years of serving us and doing the things we need. Check them out. Please, if you will. All right, gentlemen, time to get a show going. By the way, Harry Harrison joins us in the next segment. We'll have Coach Kermit Davis after that. Chuck, initial thoughts after what we watched on Saturday. Oh, I'm still licking my wounds. Yeah. I, I'm I'm not like the team. The team has to put it behind them on Sunday morning, but um, I'm going to mourn another day or two because that was an opportunity to win. That was an opportunity to beat those guys. That's right. And just let it slip away and didn't just didn't get it done at the end. Yancey and, and, and I were talking back there. It's one of those times where you left thinking or knowing you were better than Alabama and you just couldn't get the one more I, I'm point. not so sure better but that was a that was an opportunity to beat them yeah no question they were better Ole Miss was the better team Saturday that mean they would be better all time 10 times if they lined up but on that Saturday they were better Chucky and you know well, I don't I don't know when you got Bryce Young on the other sideline that's what I was going to say the Heisman Trophy quarterback became yeah a Heisman Trophy. But I will say this. Guy. I will say this. <laughs> Micah Pettis neutralized Will Anderson in the run yes, game. Yes, he did. I mean, he pancaked him a couple of times. Did a Superman on him one time, laying on the ground, laying on top of him, did a Superman. I said, that kid's going to be good. Ole Miss won the line of scrimmage, Chucky, and that's what we never see. Not even in the 14 victory over Alabama did they win the line of scrimmage. They did in 15 when they caused all of those fumbles and interceptions and pressured their quarterback, but they won the line of scrimmage. And you just you got to take advantage of those opportunities because how many years can you say we beat Bama in the line of scrimmage? Not many. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it about Saturday either, but but we were we were toe to toe with them for sure. Gordon, give us some thoughts there. What did you think about Saturday? Well, I thought Ole Miss should have won. I mean, you know that fumble by Zach Evans. I mean, it just 
that turned the game around. And you know that's unfortunate because he got knocked silly. Yeah, he got right? knocked silly. He got knocked out. And he got targeted. One hundred percent. That's I know that's there were ridiculous. Of, yeah, face masks down there. They didn't call. And uh, you know the bottom line is, I mean, Ole Miss should have won the game, and uh, they probably should have called a timeout and let uh, Judkins get in there, get back in the game. So. Arkansas comes up next. We'll talk about that game with Harry. We'll also talk basketball. The Ole Miss men playing a couple of times this week with Kermit Davis later. Now, five things with Yancey brought to you by Outback Steakhouse and our friend Steve Grantham. He currently has nine Outback Steakhouse locations in states of Mississippi and Tennessee. Go. Thought number one, this game hurts so badly because I thought Ole Miss simply had the better team Saturday. Having to overcome the refs at it with Zach Evans' fumble and injury while playing with a relatively inexperienced quarterback were the three biggest factors in the loss, in my opinion. Thought number two, speaking of the refs, no, I don't think Ole Miss lost because of the refs, but why do you have to overcome the refs every single time a team plays Alabama? It shouldn't be that way. Thought number three, I said last week that the biggest factor into getting a W for the offense was getting Zach Evans 15 to 20 touches. He had six rushes, and then he got concussed on a controversial non-called target uh, when he fumbled the ball. Uh, That definitely showed up later in the game with Jukins on the last drive. Uh, Jukins was worn out, and Zach Evans not being in the game was really the turning point of the game to me. Thought number four, I said Jonathan Mingo needed at least three splash plays to win the game. He made two splash plays. The third one would have won the game on the last play of the game. Thought number five, Ole Miss is only a couple players away from being a true elite program. Kiffin has a star-studded high school recruiting class coming in. You know he'll get his share in the portal. You also have a quarterback in Jackson Dart that will now have a season under his belt. The sky's the limit going into the, into the 2023 season. All right. Thank you very much, sir. One of the things that I thought and wish we would have seen more of was Malik Heath in the second half. He was they going to him in that first half, and he was yeah. dominating things on the right side. Made yeah. a couple of uh, unbelievable catches along the way. Uh, but we had something going there too with the running game of Judkins. The other thing that that uh, you know, and I hate criticizing the, the sure. But a point that I want to make, point of discussion, not an argument, not a criticism. After Evans got hurt, I don't understand why they didn't play Ulysses, uh, Ulysses any more than they did, because that could have given Judkins a relief to be fresh in the fourth quarter. Um, and Bentley's Bentley's healthy now. Why not play him? That's what we brought him here for from SMU. He's a speed guy. If you put him in early in the fourth quarter, Alabama's a little bit worn down. You put a speed guy in there, he could be, he could have been a difference maker. Get a little swing pass out there and, and, and see what happens. I don't know that, that but I, I just thought about that for sure. Harry Harrison comes up next. Stay with us on tonight's Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order 
or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Cannon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthLand.com. Equal housing lender. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know. Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. Attention, Camp Lejeune toxic water victims. I'm attorney Roberts Wilson with important information that you need to know. If you or a loved one lived or worked at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987 and developed cancer or another major disease, you may have a claim for money damages. To have your claim reviewed, call Roberts Wilson PA Injury Lawyers at 662-533-9111 or visit us on the web at wegetjustice.com. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. All right, you can text message the program at 662-426-1093. We have several of those that we'll get to here in the next segment. We also have a lot of different things to do. But first of all, our friend Harry Harrison is here, and this portion of the show is brought to you by Gateway Tire, serving you since 1929, 54 locations, six different states. Gateway Tire goes the distance for you. Yan- Yancey is in, along with Chuck, Gordon, and old G-Darb with our friend Harry. How you doing? Oh, I'm good, guys. How was everything? It's uh, finally football season weather, right? Absolutely. That was that was nice Saturday. I know fans in the stands were freezing, but as far as the uh, playing, uh, that's what that's what they want to play in. That's why. That's exactly right. Don't need much sweating. Just stay warm and, uh, and energized. That's for sure. No doubt. Give give us your take on the game, uh, Harry. We we took a couple of minutes to give our take, and I'd like to hear an expert opinion. Well, you know, Chuck, I thought that uh, we stayed close and uh, we had the ball at the end of the game. We could score to win the game, and that's exactly where we were. We just didn't finish, you know. Uh, had a big run out of Quinshawn Judkins. And, you know, it, uh, a lot of pressure. Alabama kept putting pressure on the quarterback, get down in the red zone, and, you know, just uh, had a couple plays there that just mounted to, to nothing. And then the fourth down play, they had uh, – Mingo double covered. In fact, they had the inside uh, 
covered with an up up uh, defender, and then they had a safety over the top. So he was not the guy to throw to. I kept thinking that uh, uh, Heath, Malik Heath, number eight, who had a really good night against that same corner, might be the guy to go to. But I'm not sure Dart ever looked at him. But uh, I don't know if it was a timeout they decided they were going to give Mingo the opportunity or that's just what Dart was thinking. But anyway, uh, if you look at the stat sheet, you thought we'd have won the football game, but that doesn't count. The only thing that counts is the scoreboard. The Rebels lost, unfortunately. Harry, I was a little surprised that once we got down to the 15 with first down, had two timeouts, why they didn't call one immediately and give Judkins a breather, give the coaches time to come up with four really good plays. But they opted to keep on with the tempo, and I'm not so sure that didn't backfire this time. Should have. You know, we're a tempo team. They don't know. They don't really know how to uh, let the air out of it, Chuck. Or in that case, we did have the two timeouts, and it's, it's you know we're, we're Monday morning quarterbacks, right? Or Monday sure, sure. So it's real easy to guess that, but uh, uh, it didn't get done, and we can't, we ran the clock. I, I really think that uh, Lane thought we were going to score with almost no time on the clock. He certainly didn't want to give Bryce Young much time at all. And, and, and I thought Bryce Young guys was the difference in the game. There's no doubt. I mean, you're looking at the Heisman Trophy winner from last year. Not, he's not had the statistical year he's had, you know, this year, of course. But he just uh, – he's what the, – the the engineer that makes that engine run over there, without a doubt. And he, he made some plays at times when we thought we really had him in the grasp, had things, you know, maybe go second for a loss, he breaks away from that, you know, throws it downfield. Uh, and the guy runs a route completely across the field one time when he scrambled. We made it, he made a defender miss. I think it was, you know, a touchdown there, the last touchdown in the end zone, the north end. Just the little things that you don't ever see in the, in the, in the stat sheet, but uh, he's quite a player. And I thought he was the difference in the game when you, when you come back and analyze it. I, I, you know, Coach Kiffin can't, can't, uh, talk about the officiating, but I thought it was a really poorly officiated game, guys. Well, what else is new when you play Alabama? Well, uh, you know, it's been going on for years, but some of it, like the face mask, the horse tackle, horse collar tackle on Quinshawn Judkins going down our sideline, and just things that are so obvious that everybody in the stadium saw, but them, it's hard to <laughs> – Alabama was averaging 13 penalties a game. I think they had five Saturday night. So Yeah. You know, it just kind of – that makes you scratch your head and wonder, you know. And I'm not hey. blaming them. It was on the loss. We had the ball when we wanted it. We just didn't get it done. But it was poorly officiated. Harry, uh, I saw an interesting stat on ESPN after the game to reiterate and, and bolster your point on uh, Bryce Young. He was 7 of 8, I think this is right, 7 of 8 under pressure. And Jackson Dart, our guy, was 1 for 7 under pressure. And, you know, obviously that's experience. That's uh, a great talent, but that's the difference in the game. Yes, it was. Absolutely, Chuck. I mean, several, several times we thought we had him sacked or in the grasp. He spun away and was able to make something happen, you know, up the field. Didn't run it too often, but uh, was always able to find a receiver streaking open. And, and that, he's just a, a really unique talent. Second year in their system, you know, that's a year ahead of Jackson Dart. So, we, you know, hopefully we've got those kind of things to look forward to next year. But, uh, just the difference in the game was, was Bryce Young, I thought, without a doubt. Harry, Arkansas's up, and, you know, they kind of struggled as of late. 
K.J. Jefferson, a lot of people are saying, you know, I mean, they, they don't really know what's going on with him. Supposedly practiced today, got a bad shoulder. You know, they do have some offensive players, Raheem Sanders and Malik Cormsby, who replaced him against LSU the other day, was pulled uh, for Cade Fortin, a kid who transferred from Southern uh, USF, and he kind of led him back. What do you think that we're going to see against the Hogs? Well, I asked that question today, Gordon, at, uh, at uh, Lane Kiffin's press conference, and he almost assured us that uh, K.J. Jefferson would be back. I asked him, well, you have to get ready for three different quarterbacks. I thought Horsby had a really poor day Saturday. A little bit, I got a chance to see it. And some of that was at home before I left, and some of it was in the, in the press box after I got over there. But I thought he, he really was uh, – had a poor day. I thought that the, the linebacker from LSU made a huge difference in that game. Perkins, number 40, the freshman, kept uh, both those guys uh, under pressure a lot. But the, the second quarterback that came in, uh, what little I got to see through a couple balls, a couple dime balls, and uh, they scored on one of them uh, to get back to very close. I think somebody told me, and I didn't see the very first part of the first quarter, that they squandered a couple scoring opportunities. They recovered a fumble or this and that and had the ball inside LSU's 10 and didn't come away with the three points. But So I didn't see that. But uh, Arkansas is a good team. You know, uh, I just revert back to a year ago. I don't think we're going to see that 52-51 shootout we did last year in Oxford. But uh, they got a good running back in Rocket Sanders. He's only a few yards behind. Our guy, Quentin Judkins, uh, in, the, in, in fact, if you look at the numbers, 1171 rushing for Judkins, 1147 rushing for Sanders. So uh, that, that's a lot. That's very close. They're both equally uh, talented. So what we don't have is the receiver that was number one pick from the Tennessee Titans that was there last year. Glad to, glad to be able to say that. Uh, he was quite a, quite a talent and a go-to guy last year. But, you know, if you get K.J. Jefferson back, you get a big guy that can pull it down and run it quite often. Uh, not not the greatest of ours, but good enough. And uh, uh, with that run game, and of course, the defense, three-man front with variations, real close to what the Rebels run. So, defense should be used to what we're saying. Uh, hopefully, that, will, uh, that, that, that familiarity will carry over. But uh, Rebel, Rebel defense, I First priority has got to stop the run. Of course, that that happened with a lot more blitzes and and safety blitzes, run run blitzes off the edges the other day. I thought they did a good job of getting tackles for losses against Alabama. But that's what you got to have. You can't just depend on five in the box and stop that. So, you know, you got to stop them first and then make them beat you with a pass. It's going to be cold Saturday night. Uh, Might have something to do with the – Passing game may not, uh, but we'll see. Look forward to it. The thing that surprised me about the LSU and Arkansas game was Arkansas's defense. Uh, I mean, we, we weren't able to handle LSU's offense at all, and they held them to 13 points. That's pretty pretty salty effort there by a defense that really hadn't been that good lately. That's right, Chuck. That's correct. I didn't get to see uh, uh, in much of that game at all. and uh, But uh, – yeah, it just, I, I just, as I was watching the effort of LSU, you just got the, the feeling that they just weren't not into it. It's 11 o'clock start. It was cold. They just didn't seem like the same, uh, the same firepower I saw down there a few weeks ago when we played them. I just didn't see that, but, uh, they did enough to win and, uh, 
uh, and that's all that counts. It got them into the SEC championship game. Indeed. Harry, thanks for being with us again. All right, guys. Y'all Thank you, good. Harry. You know, also, Jane Daniels probably hasn't seen that temperature in his life. I mean, think about it, right? He, he was a Cali kid, played in Tempe, Arizona, down yeah, at Baton Rouge. Yeah. He didn't know what was going on over there at 11 a.m. in Fayetteville. I agree that that morning time and that cold in Fayetteville may have may have affected uh, LSU a little bit. You know, it's that. hard to understand, though. How a team with that much on the line could go over and be that flat. And they were. They were. They were. Text messages and more on the show next. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Can you imagine years of hard work and saving and now you're worried about outliving your retirement savings? Paxton Faris and the Faris Group have over 20 years and a process working towards success, not stress, after retirement. To know how you can truly enjoy a level of comfort and security, talk to the Faris Group. Retirement should be stress-free, not stressful. The Faris Group, farisgroup.com, offices in Oxford and Jackson. The Faris Group, your partner in retirement. Registered representatives offer securities through Security America, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. The Faris Group, LLC, and Securities America companies are separate entities. Attention, Camp Lejeune toxic water victims. I'm attorney Roberts Wilson with important information that you need to know. If you or a loved one lived or worked at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987 and developed cancer or another major disease, you may have a claim for money damages. To have your claim reviewed, call Roberts Wilson PA Injury Lawyers at 662-533-9111 or visit us on the web at wegetjustice.com. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Messages are presented by Cannon Cleary McGraw. Go visit their website, please. Check out all of, whether it's a condo or lot or land or houses or whatever you need in the Oxford Lafayette County area at Cannon Cleary McGraw. Text messages at 426-1093. One comes from Jeff, and it turns out the same guy, Turner, who smushed Dart's head in, uh, also was the one that ripped the helmet off and uh, should have been thrown out of the game prior to to doing that. He's a thug. Wasn't he the same one? Now, I don't know. Was was he the one? <laughs> Wasn't it? Well, at the bottom of the text message, it says Thug City. He's a thug. In fact. He's a thug. <laughs> And, I, and I'm shocked that Nick Saban is not going to discipline him for that show he put on Saturday night. I mean, that was – he intentionally tried to rip that helmet off once he grabbed that face mask and and then, you know, smushing his 
face in the ground, dirt twice, yeah. getting up off of him, and then the targeting on Zach. I mean, he's a thug. Another one says, I totally agree with Coach Kiffin. Ole Miss doesn't accept moral victories. You either win or lose. And and that's what I'm, I'm telling you. You know, talking with Coach immediately after the game and an opportunity to talk to Mingo and then Aishim Young, you know, I mean, it was all, we have 24 hours to get over this and we got to get back at it, right? Uh, we took a loss. We wanted to win that game, obviously. Um, the, there was nothing other than we lost a game they felt like they should have won. I don't know one Ole Miss fan, player, school administrator, anybody that took it as a moral victory. I don't even know where that's coming from. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree about uh no, we don't want moral victories. We want to win the game. But it's not wrong to point out the things they did well against I a agree. team of Alabama's yeah. caliber, and they played a pretty good game. They really did. That they... doesn't mean it's a moral victory. That just means, hey, I'm not disappointed in what in everything they laid out there. They put they put, put their guts out there, guys, and that's all you can ask of a team in sports. Would you ever dream they were going to limit them to 300 yards of offense? Not at all. Not I mean, even close. So, I would have said Ole Miss was going to win that 100 times. That out goes of back to exactly did. what Harry said. You look at the paper and you look at the stats, and it looks like Ole Miss won that football game. Sure. Yeah. Five more first downs, 100 more yards of total offense, an excellent defensive effort. Alabama's averaging 42 points a game going into that game. You hold them to 31, and one of them was a short field touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. They legitimately held them to under 30. Well, Chuck, you look at it, Alabama started on Ole Miss's 20 on the fumble right yeah. before half. Yeah. They start uh, on the 40 on the downs to get a field goal. That's 10 points. Ole Miss has two times inside Alabama's 15-yard line with zero points. Just you, cruel. You do the math. First yeah. possession and last possession of the game for the Ole Miss zero offense. Points. Inside yeah. the 20 yeah. and And let Alabama go on a short field on 10 of their points where Ole Miss had to go yep. down the field when they got their points. So, it's just, you know, it's hard to overcome that. And, you know, as far as that first possession, I'm 51-49 for going for the three points just to put some points up. But – I didn't have a. I didn't fuss about him going no, for it. No, because you don't either. think right that field goals are going to beat Alabama. No, you've no. got to get seven points, and if you've got that early, you also have them pinned back again inside their own fifteen. My so, problem with it was that it was fourth and four, wasn't it? Not it, fourth. It and was one. a distance. Yeah, yeah it or was fourth a distance. and three and a half something. Yeah, I thought the the only mistakes made in the game was one not calling timeout after the long run to get inside the fifteen to win the game with two sitting in their pocket to let Jukins at least catch his breath. And then two, they went away from the four down line in the first half and in the third quarter they went back to the three down set and that's when Alabama did their damage. Yeah. All right, the last one, Chuck, I'm just reading. Don't get angry at me. Uh, would you guys consider doing a live video stream of the radio show? Would love to put faces with voices, even though I know Chuck, and nobody wants to see his ugly face. Well, here's the deal, okay? <laughs> I would do it. Every, everybody in this room's got a face for radio. 100%. And not for television. So, And I'm going I'm to count myself in that. You 100%. Know. That, that dude's right. I'm ugly, but I got a good-looking wife. So. <laughs> so that's what counts, right? Yeah. Out, you outkicked your cover. I think, you know what? I think everybody in this room has outkicked their coverage. I don't think there's any doubt about that one. All right, that's our text messages for this night. Nobody now, asked about Lane? 
There is one of those. <laughs> yes, you're right. I got to go. Where is it? Where? There it is. Uh, I hope Lane doesn't go to AU, but if he does, wish him the best. Meanwhile, Ole Miss will find someone that Auburn will want to coach in a few years. Why would you wish him the best? <laughs> I wouldn't wish him the best. I don't wish any coach from any school the best. I don't. That don't matter. Why would you take that job, Chuck? I no, mean, heck, I you could be there in two weeks, and some alumni fire get you fired and pay you off. All right. So here's what meddling I'm meddling alumni. What I'm getting from a very good source at Auburn. There is some smoke surrounding Kiffin, but it's no fire. It's Matt Rule, Hugh Freeze, Lane Kiffin, and Mark Stoops are the final four. And Cohen is doing a lot of vetting on all four of them, a lot. He's made at least ten calls to people that I know on Hugh Freeze alone. That's the only connection I'd have. I don't know how many calls he's made on Stoops or Rule or Kiffin, but uh, he's made a lot of calls on Freeze. I could see Stoops looking at it, though, because he's not having a very good year and at Kentucky. So, you know, man, this may be the year he goes. I, I don't know. I, to me, that's just a quagmire right now. As long as Dick Saban's at Alabama, they're second fiddle. I don't care Amen. what they do. I lived in that state for four years. That Guys, is 100% the truth. The 2023 season is going to be the best on paper in my lifetime. Lane has built this roster. Why in the world would he want to leave that for a lateral job? It just doesn't make sense to me. If there was a large turnover, like you saw last year to this year, before he filled in the holes with the portal, I would say maybe so. But this team next year has a chance to be special. There's only I, one thing that would make him go if they stack the money so high that he just can't turn it down. Right. I mean, we got to look at that because this is generational money we're talking about. And I think Keith would even give him a raise to keep him here, but would they match whatever Auburn's willing to do? Per year, Ole Miss definitely can. Well, but you can't will they, though? Yeah. You don't I know. Think, yes, they will per year, but you can't go past four years in a rollover, so five years. I don't think Auburn's going to do a 10-, 12-year deal. How lengthy is your injury report, sir? Do you have a lengthy injury report? No, I don't have one at all. All right. Good news, <laughs> the Rebel Injury Report from Auburn Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. I think everybody's in pretty good shape. I mean, there's still yeah. some bumps and bruises, but uh, Trigg's back. Why he didn't play Saturday, I, I asked uh, Lane that in the press conference. I said, can you shed some light on Trigg? He said, well, he practiced last week, and that's all he would say. He sure didn't play. And Gordon and Hill came back after that one play where they both went down. So everybody that went down came back in. Kermit Davis joins us next. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine board-certified surgeons are specially trained for you and your family, from dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. 
Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw Real Estate. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki featuring the most fun off the road and on the road motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides, zero-turn mowers, plus you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris, and Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play, Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. Looking for the largest selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look no further than High Cotton's Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Racks. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The High Cotton Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage. But intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Welcome back to the program, the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline, Gary. Chuck, 
Gordon, Yancey, the whole crew in the studio here. Rhino running things back in our studio and Control Central and head coach of the Ole Miss basketball team, Kermit Davis, joins us now. Coach, good evening, sir. How are you? Doing good, man. Just finishing up a little team meeting. We do a deal night for the for every game. We have a, a you know team dinner, and then uh, we, we we do a scouting called Jeopardy. So we divide up into teams. And we play old school Jeopardy, which is a lot of fun, and kind of go over scouting reports and make it a good time. So just got through with a little little Jeopardy for all the fans out there. All right, sounds like fun, Kermit. Pretty good game Friday night. Uh, Guess a uh, uh, Florida Atlantic had a nice seven foot one guy named Golden, and you know did a nice job. Yeah, you know I'm watching Florida Atlantic right now. I think it's tied. Uh, maybe they're down two to Florida with about six minutes to go in the first half. Florida Atlantic's a good team. Could be an NCAA tournament team. You know, you look at Alcorn State. You know that we beat went to Wichita State one by nine. College basketball is it's just it's amazing. Uh, this year and throughout the year. So uh, a lot of good teams. Uh, we've got some work ahead of us for sure, but but a good week for us to go 2-0. and What you do well, Kermit? You know, we're offensive rebounding the ball at a really high clip right now. I thought we moved the ball. You know, we got 80 points on a good defensive team. Uh, I thought we played really well in the second half offensively against Alcorn State. Uh, you know, we, we, we played. I thought we played well. And when Matt Morrell maybe didn't have his, his best game, you know, I thought he, he playmates well. So, you know, I think everybody can see a, a big strength of our team, man, is just going to be the depth of our team. Kermit, you had a great recruiting class. I don't know if you can talk about the signees, but you signed four really good players. And, you know, one of the guys that was on here that I'm hearing about a lot in Memphis is Jacob Gasso. He's finally healthy, and they say he may be the sleeper of this class. Yeah, you know, Jacob's from Macomb, Mississippi. and We, we can talk about him. Uh, G and uh, uh, you know he's about six nine. He had a horrific fall on a dunk in a summer league game this summer, but he's back. Uh, he's practicing, but he'd be totally cleared in December to play. Transferred to Briarcrest. Uh, and obviously Josh Hubbard, the Player of the Year in State of Mississippi, uh, top one hundred kid. Just a great, great player. We love him. Uh, Jordan Burke, six nine wing, from Alabama, but he plays in uh, Southern California Academy. Uh, and then Rashad Marshall, the number one rated six eight. 235-pound player from Arkansas. So we feel good. You know, I mean, I think we've stacked a couple of really good classes. We had some really good 24s in on official visits uh, this weekend uh, to watch us play. And uh, so you're right, just kind of start on the next class as soon as we can. Coach, I want to go back to the last game. And without roughing in there, can you discuss a little bit of the minutes you're getting out of Amari Abram and then also T.J. Caldwell kind of filling in and doing that work at a guard spot? Yeah, you know, I, I really think those freshmen have done a really good job, and uh, and they're going to keep getting better. I mean, Amari Abrams, he's a really good shooter. He hadn't shot it as good as he's going to, but he can make threes. And uh, I thought T.J. Caldwell is really emerging. I mean, he's so athletic. Uh, you know, he's really done a good job running the point. And so I'm really proud of both those guys. They're going to be really, really good players here at Ole Miss. I thought uh, Amari looks like he can be a good defensive player as well, Coach. I, I I like the way he hustles on defense. Yeah, you're right, Chuck. He's, both those guys, Amari's got good feet, got good length, gets his hands on balls. TJ's got a great stance. And they're both competitive guys. They watch a ton of film, uh, and they're really maturing, you know, as college players only after their second game. 
Kermit, y'all play tomorrow at UT Chattanooga, who was 27-8 and last year, lost to Illinois in the NCAA tournaments. They got a big-time transfer in, Jake Stevens from VMI, who's a 7-footer, averaging about 19 points a game. Tell us about them, and, and you know, to, t- to our fans, this is not going to be a cakewalk game. I think that uh, that'll be a very good uh, test for Ole Miss. Oh, there's no doubt. I think they can be a NCAA tournament team again. Uh, they've got a transfer in VMI. I've never heard these kind of stats. He's a seven-foot center. I watched him play at VMI. He shot 49% from three. He shot hmm. 82 from the line. He averaged 19.9 a game. He's averaged nine rebounds a game. Uh, it, it is unbelievable. I mean, he, he's, he's seven feet. He knows how to play. They run some Princeton. He's a pick-and-pop five-man. Uh, he's averaging 19 a game this year. And so, you know, you're right. I mean, that team is, is very well coached, good team. We've got to play at a really, really high level. All right, Coach. Clue us in on what's going on with Malik Ewan and, and uh, James White, that they're not getting any more minutes than they are right now. Yeah, you know, James White is, uh, you know, like I said, in the Bahamas, the floor was really spread and open. And, you know, you get in here and you know, the scouting gets more prevalent. Uh, he's working hard. Uh, when he's got his minutes, I think he's played good. Uh, you know, T.J. Carwell has played good, uh, but James just got to keep working. I think his minutes has, will continue to go up. And just all the finer details, the defending, uh, scouting reports, all the different things. But uh, I thought I had a really good practice today. You know, Malik, we got six bigs, Chuck. I mean, we got six. You know, you got, you know, Robert Allen, Jamin Brakefield, Josh Mabala, Theo, uh, Akuba. And, uh, you know, so you've got a lot of competition. Javis McKinnis and uh, – Malik is a real talent. You start looking at freshmen around the country. It's usually because of their physicality and you know how hard they play all the time. He's gotten a lot better. So, you know, it's like a lot of freshmen, whether it's football, basketball, around the country, you know, they're in a fight for the life every day for, for playing time. They got just got to keep their head down and keep working. So it's not a talent thing with Malik. It's just a, a youth and, and habit thing right now. Oh, God, yeah. He's got great, great talent. He's a great kid. You know, he just, like I said, he, you know, the reps that's gone over the last four or five months every single day with practice, and he's getting better and better. But, again, maybe on some of the, the earlier teams, we'd have as much depth around the goal. Uh, but, yeah, we, we think Malik's going to be a really, really good player. And you know, I look at, like, Kentucky's teams, and I see they got a couple guys that are sophomores now that are starting and playing that got really – Small amount of playing time last year, you know. So it's just, it's just a, it's a process for these guys. They got to go through. So uh, Breakfield had a kind of a breakthrough game against Florida Atlantic. You, do you think that's uh, going to be the norm for him this year, or, uh, or was that an aberration? No, no, he played good. He played good in the exhibition game, Chuck. Sixteen and ten, seventeen and eight the other night. Twenty-two minutes, and uh, when Jamin, like most players, they rebound the ball well. They play well. And uh, he did that the other night. Thought he had a lot of pop, uh, shot it good, and uh, got he's he's put together three or four months of good practices. And uh, he's, I hear his voice all the time on the floor. So, yeah, he's he's off to a good start. And you know, I don't know if he'll score seventeen every night, but I know he'll be a big part of our team. He looks quicker to me uh, this year. Is he? Yeah, he's lost weight. He's he's done. I can't tell you how this guy works on his body from his diet, his sleep what he puts into his body all the time, his rest. 
hydration. So you're right, Chuck. He, he has worked his tail off, and you can sure see it. I mean, he's more athletic. He's faster and, and playing better. Coach, with Ruffin being sidelined temporarily here, how big is the development of T.J. Caldwell to give – you already got Abrams, a true freshman in there, to give you that second point guard to, to eat those minutes up? Yeah, it's, it's big, uh, no doubt about it. And, you know, T.J. is – he's really kind of a combo or two guard, but, but God, he's developed in some really good point guard skills, so he's got to. You know, and if Mo gets in any kind of foul trouble or, you know, T.J. could even start some games at the one – and, uh, yeah, his development is huge as we're waiting for, for Deshaun to get healthy again. All right, so, Coach, we got to let you off the hook. Uh, but I'm not going to let you off the hook on this question. What about Deshaun? We we need some good news out of that kid. <laughs> yeah, well, good news is going to be back, Chuck. Uh, I, I don't. He's not going to play tomorrow night. Uh, he'll be doubtful probably for Friday night. Uh, we're keeping our fingers crossed for Disney World, you know, for the ESPN tournament with that great field there. And uh, so – yeah, I mean, he just he just went to a checkup. He's getting better and better. Uh, I think with some of those bone bruises, sometimes you know, getting them completely healed. But I know one thing: he's feeling a lot better, Chuck. But he won't play tomorrow night. But this is not about the structure of the ACL no. at no, all. He, yeah, no, Chuck. His ligaments are all great. This is just a bone bruise, and uh, you know, it just takes some time. And and it really is. I know it's just day to day, kind of week to week, and. He'll keep going back to the doctor and just keep working out. And he's back on the floor doing some things right now, uh, but but not at full speed, you know. So, God, it's just about to drive him crazy as many injuries as he had. But you know, he's had a good attitude. So hopefully, we'll get him back uh, in the next couple weeks. Well, good luck tomorrow night, Coach, and then I'll see you uh, Friday before the game, trying to fill in for David Kellum. So uh, you'll have to lead me uh, through how we do all this. You know what I mean? All right. Well, bring us good luck. Thank you. <laughs> good luck, Coach. Thank you. Looking good, Coach. Thank you again. Coach Kermit Davis with us and brought to us by Roberts Wilson, PA. Representing the people, the consultation's free. They go to work immediately for you after being hired. Call them at 662-533-9111 or go to wegetjustice.com. Each and every week, we give you the C Spire Connolly Trophy watch list. And tonight, when we're done with this week's watch list, we're actually going to give you the 10 finalists for the trophy that's awarded to the top college football player in the state at the end of the regular football season. Each week, we do that for you. So here we go. For Ole Miss, it's senior cornerback Miles Battle, the 6'4 defensive back out of Texas, had a career high nine tackles and deflected a pass in Ole Miss's heartbreaking 30 24 loss to number eight Alabama. For Mississippi State, it's senior linebacker Nathaniel Watson, is our player of the week for the Dogs. The Maplesville, Alabama native, had 14 tackles, 1.5 tackles for a loss and a quarterback hurry in Mississippi State's 45-19 loss to Georgia. For Southern Miss, junior quarterback Trey Lowe is our player of the week for the Eagles. The Collierville, Tennessee native made his first career start and passed for 295 yards in a touchdown with a 130.6 QB rating in USM's tough 26-23 loss to 9-1 Charlotte. 
Delta State with senior linebacker Christian Gomez as the player of the week for the Statesman. Uh, the Western Kentucky transfer, 11 tackles, one and a half sacks, defended a pass in their 17-7 win over Western Alabama. 10-1, first 10-win season since 2000. Got a Gulf South Conference title, first since 2014. And they're the number two seed in the Super Region 2 and face Fayetteville State Saturday in the D2 playoffs. Junior running back Savion Wilkerson is the player of the week for Jackson State. The Maryland native had 21 carries for 95 yards in Jackson State's 27-13 win over Alabama A&M. The win clinches the SWAC East title for the Tigers. Mississippi Valley State junior defensive tackle Jalen Bell is our player of the week for the Devils. The Detroit native snatching a career-best eight tackles and three tackles for a loss to Valley's 27-7 loss to Southern U. Familiar name, senior running back Jarvion Howard is our player of the week for the Alcorn State Braves. The Columbia, Mississippi native had 139 yards rushing and a touchdown in the Braves' 17-14 win over Bethune-Cookman. Mississippi College sophomore quarterback Delvin Woods is the player of the week for the Choctaws. He had 102 yards rushing, 72 yards through the air, and a loss to number 7 West Florida. Freshman linebacker Nehemiah Colson is the player of the week for Millsaps College majors. Millzona native tallied six tackles, two tackles for loss, a sack, and a forced fumble in their 57-3 loss to center. Yeah. <laughs> Bell, 57-3 should have had more tackles than that. <laughs> Bellhaven linebacker Connor Fordham is our player of the week for the Blazers. The Alabama native led the Blazers on defense with 19 tackles, just three shy of the single-game Bellhaven record. Fordham also finished with four tackles for a loss, two sacks in their last-second 25-22 loss to Maryville College. Bellhaven finished with their most successful season in history, 8-2. and two. Excellent. Here are the 10 nominees now for the Connerly Trophy. Alcorn State's Jarvion Howard. We've talked about him, the running back. Bell Haven was Connor Fordham, the linebacker. Delta State's Patrick Shegog at quarterback. Jackson State's quarterback, Shadir Sanders. Millsap's Oh, we haven't had Moise Tello, uh, Tezo in a while, wide receiver and kick returner. Mississippi College was Marcus Williams, a running back. For Mississippi State, Emmanuel Forbes, Jr., the defensive back. Surprising? Yes, yeah. absolutely, that it's not Will Rogers. Well, Forbes did set the, the SEC record for touchdowns. Uh, pick sixes, right? Yeah, pick yeah. sixes. Well, he'll come in second in this. <laughs> Mississippi Valley State's Ronnie Thomas, the defensive lineman. At Ole Miss is Quinshawn Judkins, the running back and Southern Mississippi wide receiver. Jason Brownlee. Judkins is a shoe in. Yeah, I mean, the if quickest player ever fair. to 1,000 yards in SEC history, there's not even really a blink of an eye. So that is for the C Spire Trophy. They've been uh, awarding this since its inception in 1996 and continuing to recognize the outstanding uh, football student athletes in Mississippi. So, But an incredible out. list, Gary, oh, yeah. uh, Chucky, uh, Gordon, everybody. I mean, you look at those players. I mean, I've, I see several that will be playing on Sundays for years to come. So that is – I'll put those ten up against any, any other state's ten. And, and again, you know, we've talked about this multiple times. We know what Ole Miss has done, State, Southern, where they are this season. But Jackson State's going to play, you know, right? I mean, they, they, they've had the great season. Delta State's in the playoffs. We had, you know, other teams with some of their best seasons in, in, in quite a while. So 
kudos to the teams, kudos to the players and C Spire for being a part of this show, Yancey. I know that's been a, a big thing here. It really has. I mean, getting to learn about players like Ronnie Thomas at Mississippi Valley State, that, you know, that had such a disappointing season. The guy's averaging over a sack a game. You look at Bellhaven, Connor Fordham, that's averaging over 15 tackles a game. Just so many players that you would not have known about unless you really dug deep into this. And like I said, you're going to see several of these players that end up playing on the next league for yeah. a long time. And several of them playing flag football on Sunday, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a lengthy, lengthy list of recruits this weekend in Oxford. We've got that, the good, bad, and ugly, and more. And we'll finish up the program next. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out on their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Get the best in men's apparel at Great Scott, located at 4400 Old Can Road in Jackson. They've been serving you for 35 years and voted top 50 men's clothing store in Esquire magazine. Along with a great clothing selection, they offer a full-service, old-fashioned barbershop. Their store hours are 9.30 to 6 Monday through Friday and 9.30 to 5 on Saturdays. Take note, the J&M Collection Fall Trunk Show is Thursday, November 17th with special event pricing. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Check them out, Great Scott, located at 4400 Old Can Road in Jackson. Employers, are you paying too much for your group health insurance? If so, call Connie Brazell with Morgan White Group. Connie can show our proprietary premium saver plan, which can save you as much as 18 to 20% on your group health insurance premium. Connie can also show you our employee needs too, offering human resource guidance, payroll solutions, 401k retirement plans, and senior services. Morgan White Group is your largest, solely dedicated health and payroll insurance agency in the state of Mississippi, servicing all of your health, dental, vision, and life insurance needs. Call Connie today at 662-259-5552. 
Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new interest off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, all. Miss. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Let's finish up a November 14th edition of the program, and we'll do it with our Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment. It's presented by Go Orthodontics 1976 for all of us in and around Oxford, Saltillo, South Haven, Corinth, Collierville. If you need them, it is Go Orthodontics. All right, start us off, Yancey. Well, I mean, it was the biggest recruiting weekend of the year. Obviously, they had over 80 prospects on hand, 21 four- or five-star prospects, six official visitors. You had the three highest-rated players in the state of Mississippi and Aiden Williamson, Terry and Parkins, and Isaac Smith all in, all in attendance. You had Chris Johnson, a four-star running back out of Miami that it should be a focal point for all fans. He was in attendance. And then uh, Caden Lee, another wide receiver, uh, out of Kennesaw, Georgia. It's a big-time Ole Miss target. He was also in attendance. The 2024 class is countless, but the one I'll kind of highlight is Walker Little, their top target, quarterback target. I believe this is his fourth or fifth game. He was also in attendance. So just a huge weekend for the recruiting. The atmosphere was unbelievable. I think it had been a big-time success. Basketball. Ole Miss right now stands ranked number 12 in the 2023 class. Uh, Lyon County four-star point guard Travis Perry took an official visit to Ole Miss over the weekend. He's rated the number 95 player in the 2024 class. It's Ole Miss, Michigan, and Kentucky are considered his early favorites. He has a shot to break the state of Kentucky's all-time scoring uh, record. Bartsville, Oklahoma four-star point Point guard David Castillo visited over the weekend. He's rated the number three point guard in the 2024 class. Chase McCarty, and actually, uh, Leanchi and I have seen him. He is a specimen. Out of Huntsville, Alabama, took an official visit to Ole Miss this weekend. The Westminster Academy star is ranked number 52 player overall in the 2024 class. He took an unofficial visit to Ole Miss several weeks ago. And in baseball, Ole Miss is number seven in the 2023 class by perfect game. Uh, the freshman class at Ole Miss is ranked number two and the first time in the Coach B era they've had back-to-back top ten classes. It helps when you win a natty. Yeah, right? No doubt. No doubt. They're just reloading now, And baby. some NIL money. It helps when you win a natty. By the way, have you guys seen the rings have you seen the rings that they're wearing? No. Coach B was on the stage with us at the pregame show. That baby is humongous. Like, no lie. About as, the, the front of it is about as big as a, a mouse on your computer. Now, it's <laughs> huge. I don't think it's going to be his last one. This NIL now is really going to balance out where Ole Miss has been behind because other teams had the Hope scholarships and things of that nature where they could get their in-state players mm-hmm. yeah. on free on the team where Ole Miss has been limited. I think now – I think it's more than just a national championship while you're seeing back-to-back top ten classes. Time for the good, the bad, and the ugly presented by Big Delta Power Sports. They're located in Batesville at 155 Cracker Barrel Drive. Well, it's hard to recognize good in a heartbreaking loss, but in this opinion, the Rebs did everything but win. 
They outgained Alabama. They had more first downs than Bama, and they held Alabama to 12 points under their average this season. Quinshawn Judkins is a man again against a tremendous defense, gaining 135 yards against a defense that's only given up 109 yards a game. The fans were outstanding, and the Rebels laid everything on the line. They were just one sh- one play short of taking down the tide. The bad, well, I thought the last sequence of play after the Rebels got down to Alabama's 15 was a little missed opportunity to me. When the Rebels got down to the 15, I felt a timeout would have been a smart to let everyone catch their breath and gather their minds. Plus, it would have given Judkins a chance to get his legs back after carrying them down the field on his back. They did take one of the two they had left uh, before the fourth down, but I thought it would have been good to take one on first down for everyone to collect their thoughts and the coaches to confer on four great plays. Other than that, I had no complaints at all with the way the Rebels coached and played the game. The ugly, well, come on, SEC. How many times do we have to beg you to upgrade the officiating in this league? Three plays come to mind. The obvious face mask on Judkins it was not called. The time wide receiver Jordan Watkins was called for holding after being run over by Alabama safety, and when quarterback Jackson Dart's head was pushed into the ground by that thug Dallas Turner after the tackle. I'm not a black helicopter guy and don't believe in conspiracies against any team, but I do believe higher-ranked teams get the benefit of the doubt subconsciously by the refs, and I do believe we have a lot of incompetent refs in our league. Well said. I can't argue. Yeah, on I mean, any of that. You just shouldn't have to play through the refs every time you play Alabama. Look, I mean, it doesn't matter who Alabama plays. I saw the same thing at LSU. I saw a lot of nine calls, a lot of review calls go Bama's way. It doesn't matter who they play or where they play them. They get the calls like that. But you just know that's the way it's well, going to be every time you face them. They, they've been penalized like 13 times yeah. a, a game, and then they come in here and get five penalties. Three straight games of over 100. The LSU games, 92 yards in penalties. And then they had five called in the entire time. They've only had two games all year where they've had less than 10 penalties called. Guess which two games those are? At State and at Ole Miss. Yeah, and and uh, all three plays by Dallas Turner were eject- ejectable plays. He should have been thrown out all three plays. And there he was on the field, the last play. Yep. Thanks to Harry. Thanks to Coach Kermit Davis. Almost basketball trying to go 3-0 and against Chattanooga tomorrow at the SJB Pavilion in Oxford at 6.30. And, of course, we'll kick off in Fayetteville at 6.30 Saturday. Televised SEC Network. You can join us on the Almost Radio Network at 4.30. Guys, another good one in the books. Howdy, Toddy. Howdy, Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. 
The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the super light tree runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a super light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.